0: Hello, and welcome back to She Inspires Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jade, and on this podcast, we chat about how busy professionals balance wellness. And I have a good one today for you guys. I, a lot of you may not know, I do a lot of coaching and consulting specifically with other physicians, typically female physicians, typically female mother physicians who are interested in going into a style of practicing primary care called direct primary care or membership medical practices. For those of you who are new to the podcast, I own a private practice in Las Vegas, a membership medical practice called Inspire Primary Care, and we have now been open at the time of this recording for 15 months. And most of the women who I coach and consult and jump on coaching calls with typically are thinking about going into this style of practice and have a lot of the same questions for me. And so I thought today would be a great day to talk about five pearls I've learned in my first year of business and having Inspire Primary Care open. It ties into my wellness, it ties into the wellness journey that you may be experiencing because as new entrepreneurs or business owners and in every stage of business, whether it's your first year of business or not, but especially in that first year of business, that crucial year where you're trying to figure out, is this going to work? Is this dream going to become a reality? Is this going to take off? Is this going to gain traction? Will I be able to make a living off of this when all of these questions are going through your head? There are five things that I really learned that I hope will help any of the new entrepreneurs out there. Any entrepreneurs who are more seasoned in business, these are still pearls that would be very helpful. And again, your business being healthy and thriving ties into your wellness, of course, your financial wellness. So let's jump right into it. As a reflection, five pearls that I've learned in my first year of business. Pearl number one I have for you guys is do it scared. Okay, do it scared. Again, one of the episodes we already discussed progress over perfection. There is never going to be a perfect time. Just like when people ask, you know, when's the perfect time to have children, especially in medicine? The answer is there is no perfect time. There will never be a perfect time. That is definitely the same thing with business, that is also the same thing with your wellness journey do it scared, just start. There will never be a perfect time. You will never have everything perfectly in a row, everything all figured out before it happens. You just have to get started and do it scared. So I definitely did it scared. I remember my first week when I was opening, because I, I did a lot of research on the field and how to open this type of practice, but there's nothing like doing it yourself. I remember, you know, I saw thousands of patients as a resident physician. I opened my practice straight from residency for those who don't know. So I saw thousands of patients in residency, right? So I've taken, you know, thousands of physical exams I, or if I've taken thousands of histories from a patient. I've taken thousands of physical exams. It was my first time not having a nurse to, to and I was taking my own own vitals so there were a couple things that were new right but I had done this before but the fact of doing it for my own business there was nothing like that feeling and I remember I was so so nervous when I had my first um, husband and wife that joined the practice they were my very first two patients and they know who they are of our practice and I was so nervous Because it was just my first time and my brand new business, my brand new baby. And so I say all this to say, do it scared. It's okay. Every entrepreneur that launches something new, launches a new business is going to have all the scared, all the anxiety, all the fear and excitement all balled up into one. So just do it. All right. Pro number two that I have reflecting on my first year of business for you guys is plan and pivot, plan and pivot. So when I say plan and pivot, that means I did all the planning that I could, right? Just like I did tie this into motherhood a little bit because I think of my business as my third baby. And so I think of motherhood and I think of pregnancy, my first two pregnancies where I had no idea what I was doing really, especially that first pregnancy, right? And you read all the baby books and you, uh, you know, have the baby shower and you prepare the nursery and you do everything you can do but you really have no idea what you're about to get into. And then you learn and you pivot and you learn, you meet your baby and you grow with your baby and you figure out how to be a mom. Very similar in business, right? So same thing, I, you know, did my research on the industry, I made a business plan, I mapped out my services, I picked my prices, I started with my messaging, I figured out how I was going to market, which for me was initially going to be on, you know, Instagram, and I grew to the other social media channels, but I just really tried to keep it simple. And as I opened the practice, and as I learned what was attracting my members, I would always ask people, how did you hear about the practice? What attracted you to Inspire Primary Care, since it is a membership model and a different type of healthcare compared to an insurance-based practice, you know? I asked these questions and then I was able to tailor my message when people would say, oh, I really love that you are a wellness-focused physician. I really love that you talk about how you um, look at lifestyle instead of just automatically prescribing a pill. I really like how you do wellness events in the community. I really like how you help your patients transition to a healthier weight. As they were telling me these things, then I was able to tailor my messaging to um, attract those type more patients like them, right? and say the things that my my patients that were established with me were telling me that brought them in, right? So all of these things, I was able to pivot, I was able to pivot my pricing upward, because my initial pricing was too low for my ideal client. So all of these things, and and I say that to say that, you know, certain patients will value what you do at a certain price. And you'll be surprised. And as you grow in business, you'll learn what that sweet spot is for your ideal patient, or your ideal client. And so these were pivots that happened as I progressed. And so my pro number three, when I reflect back on my first year of business is, this is a hard one, which is slow to hire, quick to fire. Slow to hire, quick to fire. You know, I I really did the opposite in my first year of business. There were several um, types of consultants I had to hire and um, different service providers I had to hire. Of course, I had an amazing website designer. Don't get me wrong. I had amazing experiences. My website designer, incredible. My um, bookkeeper, fantastic. So there were several people that I hired and it was a fantastic experience. On the other hand, there were Uh, several other people that I quickly hired just because, you know, I, I one was green or new in entrepreneurship and I really didn't know about how important it was to get, um, references from others and to really look deep into personality types and to really, when I'm looking for something, really to interview them in a way to make sure that it is a mutual great fit, right? So instead of just being like, oh my gosh, this is such a nice person. You're a nice person. I'm a nice person. Perfect. We'll work great together. Um, There's so much more that goes into hiring. And as I (laughs) approach a new season of really being in a season of hiring more to my team, I'm a little nervous, you guys. I'm going to be honest because the slow to hire, quick to fire is such an important concept. And as you scale and grow your business, this concept becomes more and more important. And so that is a pearl that I've definitely learned and I'm continuing to implement as I move forward in scaling and growing Inspire Primary Care. And then pearl number four for you guys, and I've got five for you. Pearl number four is to celebrate every stage. This is huge because, you know, a lot of us will keep looking for the next thing or the next moment to celebrate. Oh, I'm gonna celebrate when I'm full, um, you know, and I my practice is full, or I'm gonna celebrate when I reach, you know, a hundred thousand dollars in my in revenue in my practice. Or I'm gonna you know, I'm giving examples. But we set these really high bars in which we're gonna celebrate and the day to day that really drudges the day to day because you don't have enough of those um short-term goals that you're celebrating as you approach the long-term or the big goals. And so one thing I had to intentionally do along my journey was to to intentionally celebrate my small goals or quote-unquote small goals, but celebrate every stage. So what I started doing, again, Inspire Primary Care is a membership practice. So I started celebrating Every 10 new members that joined my practice, my husband and I would do something to celebrate or I would do something by myself to celebrate. I'd take myself to lunch. I'd, you know, just do something to actually take a moment and say, oh my gosh, 10 new people trusted me with their health care. That is a huge deal. And I didn't wait until we were at 100 plus members like we are now or 50% full like we are now, right? I didn't wait till this moment in my practice to say, now I'm going to start celebrating. It was that every 10 member celebration that just really made this whole journey of being halfway full at the time of this recording, just so enjoyable. And another thing I did, even on an even smaller scale, was I celebrated every single person that joined my practice so my husband is the COO of our business I'm the CEO of my business and um we both are able to see the alerts when new patients join our practice. And so one thing we did with each other, it was kind of unintentionally, but it just became a mantra was every time we would both get that alert that a new patient joined our practice, we would text each other and say, you know, something like, oh, we got a new patient. And we would, you know, always thank God. And we say, thank God for our new patient. And so that was just something that really allowed us to celebrate every single new person that trusted us with their care. And so I, I want to encourage you in whatever field you're in or whatever your business endeavor is, whether it's medicine a private practice or something completely different, think about ways to celebrate small milestones, every new client, etc. that really will help to remind you of just how big of a deal it is every step of the way. And then pearl number five that I learned along my first year of business at Inspire Primary Care is share the good news, share the good news. And what that means is promote your business with confidence. And this is something I definitely had to grow into. And I think most entrepreneurs, especially um, most of the entrepreneurs I coach and talk to on coaching calls, there's so much... Um, mind work that has to be done when you go into entrepreneurship because it feels weird to self promote. And at first it feels like self promotion. Now I realize that my business Inspire Primary Care is a business entity and I run the business. I am the business, but I run the business and they are two separate things. And so initially, especially being the face of my business, it may appear to be very self um, promoting especially at the initial phase. Later on, once you get enough clients, and in my case, patients, you can really share their stories. Of course, in medicine, it's all going to be, you know, not sharing any personal information unless a patient gives me that type of permission to like share their pictures or their before and afters. But then I can share their wins and it becomes less about me or share their Google reviews and things like that, where it's like, wow, okay, that's not It's obvious that it's not about me, but about how I serve and help people, right? But in in that initial startup phase, when you don't have that built brand and you don't have all of those clients' testimonials that you can share, it is so much of you saying, this is what I do. This is what I offer. This is how I can help. This is where you can find me if these are the type of services you need. Tell your friends and family about this business, right? It can feel so, 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 so weird at the beginning. But when I think about it as the good news, whatever... If you can really say, look at your product, your services, and say, oh my God, what I do is incredible. What I do is life changing. What I do really can help change and serve in this area for people's lives, once I realized that, where I'm like, man, if I don't tell people what I do at Inspire Primary Care, I'm doing a disservice to all the people that could help. If I don't tell people that I help to prevent and reverse chronic disease for my patients and I'm helping them to reverse their diabetes, reverse their high blood pressure, reverse their cholesterol, safely transition down and off of medicine, help them to lose 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds in a healthy way and prevent them from needing to get gastric bypass, Etc. When I walk into a room and I don't share things like that, or if I'm on social media and I don't share things like that with confidence, then I am doing a disservice to all of the people who may see it or may know somebody who could really use those type of services that could really be life-changing for them. So I think of it as selfish to not share. And I had to realize that For those people who do look at posts like that or do think, oh my gosh, she's talking about herself again or she's talking about her business again, then it's not for them and and you have to erase those type of things from your mind because those type of of thoughts are the things that will hold you back and hold your business back and hold back those who you are called to serve. So I like to remind you that it's about sharing the good news. So of course, I'm going to close with sharing the good news, right? If you're in the Las Vegas area, Inspire Primary Care. I've told you so much about what we do, but I love to serve, okay? I love to help prevent and reverse chronic disease. I am specialized in lifestyle preventive medicine, and now I am certified in obesity medicine. I just finished the certification for that, which is really, really exciting. And I absolutely love helping patients with their health transformations, helping them to transition to and maintain their optimal level of health. If that is what you're looking for, we are now enrolling new primary care members and medical weight loss members at Inspire Primary Care. Check us out, join our Instagram family at Inspire Primary Care. We spell inspire without the I in the front and join my Instagram family, my main Instagram family at Dr. Jade and we are at inspireprimarycare.com. That's how you join our practice. I would love to be your doctor. And you guys, let me know. Drop in the chat in my DMs. Drop in the DMs at Doctor JMD If you are in business, what are some pearls you have learned in your first year of business and beyond? I would love to share those on my socials and, you know, really interact with you guys and know how you're enjoying the podcast. Let me know. Let me know if there's any other things you want to hear about on the podcast. And I cannot wait to continue to serve you in this way. I'll see you on the next episode of She Inspires Podcast.